Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive, a show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Death Note. Today we will be discussing episode 3, titled Dealings. Uh, Alright, bunch of stuff happening in this episode, a lot of stuff uh, to talk about, a lot of stuff going on, so let's just get right into it. Uh, so, man, this episode, like, the chess battle between Light and L, like, it is just in full swing. Like, it is just, they're getting into it, they're exchanging blows strategically, it's great. So this episode starts, and the investigation is very much underway, it's chugging along, uh, the Japanese police are looking into Kira, uh, they're able to figure out that the killings are pretty much concentrated between, what was it, 6pm and 2am on weeknights, with weekends and holidays being the exception, which leads L to the correct conclusion that Kira is most likely a student, so getting a little bit closer uh, to identifying Light specifically, and so... That's where our investigation goes. There's also this really great moment uh, where Matsuda, one of the investigators, just stands up and is like, Uh, hey, so, uh, I I think it's worth mentioning, uh, violent crime has dropped over the last few weeks in the wake of Kira. So there's that. Uh, and and there's an amazing follow-up, like, and, and I should say, Silence. This is met with total and complete silence. No one says anything. Matsuda just stands there awkwardly like a moron. Uh, And there's a great follow-up where Matsuda goes to the chief and tries to apologize. And the chief's like, no, no, you're right. (laughs) That is is the correct (laughs) observation. Like, if, if you went on to say we should commend Kira for his service, then I'd have a problem with you, but... No, you didn't do that. You're good. You're you're totally fine. It's an uncomfortable truth, but it's a truth nonetheless. Uh, but then our our chief investigator goes home. We find out he's Light's dad. We find out that Light's dad is the chief investigator working with L to catch Kira. So there's that. 
That's a thing. Making this just a little bit... And they just drop this so casually. <laughs> like, he just comes home one day and it's just like, Oh, Light and this chief investigator are related. Alright. <laughs> like, it just... It's so... Like, it's such a casual mic drop. And it's like a really great moment where... Uh, Light's sister's just like, Oh, Dad's home! And you kind of hear off in the distance the gruff voice of that... Chief investigator, and you're like, wait, is that? And then, like, goes downstairs, sees him, and it is, in fact, him. It's just like, that. that is such an artfully done moment. That's really, really good. Uh, but Light kind of uses his dad's access to copy police files without being noticed. And he finds that, in fact, it was a student. Uh, they do know it's a student. They have... Uh, figured out that Kira is probably a student. So then, Light changes tactics. He starts writing greater details in the Death Note of how certain inmates are found at certain times. And he sticks to prisons, by the way. He sticks to prisons where the uh, targets, where the victims will be found Almost immediately, and he starts writing those names down, writing in the details, time of death and all that. He can determine when they have said heart attack. And we start to get this thing of just every hour on the hour, someone in a prison dies, someone in a prison dies, someone in a prison dies. And it all happens while he's at school. So it's purposefully designed... To poke holes in the Kira is a student theory. And so when the police are are discussing this, when the police are trying to figure out, well, okay, that theory's gone, now what? L just sits down and is like, hey, no, okay, maybe Kira's a student, maybe he's not. That's not the point. The point here is. We came to the theory that he was a student, and then almost immediately, the times of the killings changed. The pacing of the killings changed. Like, almost instantaneously, the second we came to that official theory. So, it's almost as if he is purposefully trying to throw us off the scent. It's almost as if he has access to information. So... Kira is someone who can get into our database. Maybe he's uh, a cop, or maybe he's someone's close to a cop. And so, L then finds uh, some FBI people and just sends them to Japan and is like, hey, follow these cops and the people closest to them. So you got FBI agents following... Uh, Japanese police and people closest to Japanese f- police. While this is happening, some cops go up to the chief and are like, hey, uh, so we've been combing through uh, news reports trying to figure out how uh, how the information on certain individuals has been known to the public, has been made known to the public prior to Kira 
uh, taking them out, and in every single case, the names and faces of the victims were publicly released just before they died. So Kira can kill anyone whose name and face he knows. And uh, we're public figures. Like, we're uh, doing this investigation into Kira. And we have badges. And people know who we are. It's a matter of public record. So we're afraid for our safety. We're afraid for our lives. So we are resigning. Either assign us to another case or... We're quitting. <laughs> and, and so, Kira Panic is kind of going through this department. And meanwhile, while Ryuk is kind of trying to make sense of this, voice of the audience, big scary death god voice of the audience, is just like, wait a minute. If you automatically switch your timing to throw off the student theory, won't that lead back to you even sooner because they know you're the son of a cop? And Light's just like, yeah, that's my plan. Uh, This is all so I can get the cops to not trust Al. Because what's going to happen is L is going to have to start investigating cops. And if L's investigating cops, the cops are going to resent him. And so the cops are going to start investigating L. And they'll eventually find out who L is. I'll learn his name and face. And then I can kill him. Forty chess! Five D! Seventeen D chess! Going on between Kira and L. Like, just... Light? This is what I love about Light. He has contingencies on contingencies. He has these plans way out in advance. He's house of cards in it. Like, it's... It's so fun to just see these moments where Light kind of lets you in on what's going on in his brain. In his demented serial killer with magical notebook brain. Uh, And it's... Amazing. It's phenomenal to see pan out. Uh, But then, of course, Light's the son of a cop. FBI agent starts following him. And I love this moment where Light didn't even notice that an FBI person was following him. It was Ryuk that noticed. And Ryuk went on this whole thing of like, Hey, uh, I'm not on your side or else, but, you know... uh, as your roommate, I will sometimes chime in, uh, because we are living together technically, and I do have to follow you around all the time because you have my death note. That being said, uh, I know this person can't see me, but it's starting to creep me out. There's someone following you. And it's this moment where where Light's just like, um, okay. This is happening. And he goes home. He starts saying like, okay, okay, I need this guy to stop following me. The longer he follows me, the more chance there is of him maybe figuring out I'm Kira. Oh, man, if only I knew his name and face. If only I knew his name and face. And then Ryuk 
just starts talking about the difference between humans and Shinigami. Uh, the difference between a human and, with a Death Note and a Shinigami. Shinigami uh, kills people with Death Notes to basically siphon off their lifespans. So they can be alive longer. So, like, if someone is supposed to live at 60, the person's 40, they write their name in the death note, they get those 20 extra years. Humans can't do that. That's not how humans work. Also, Shinigami, with their eyes, can see names and lifespans for people who are... Who they are looking at. For anyone who they are looking at. So they don't need to know a person's name. Well, okay. They don't need to know a person's name because they just see it in front of them. Uh, They don't need to actively seek out a person's name. Because it's just handed to them on a silver platter. Uh, So there's no, oh, I can't use the death note because I don't know this person's name. And humans can't do that, obviously. But, a Shinigami, whose death note has been given to a human, can bestow that human with the eyes of a Shinigami for a price. That price being half your remaining lifespan. So however much longer you have to live, that is cut in half. So you can have the eyes of a Shinigami. And this piques Light's interest. Because this means the Death Note would be even more useful. This means he could just look at someone and go, That's your name! Write in Death Note, you're dead now! And so... We have this big question. Is Light going to take the deal? Is Light going to take to be given the eyes of a Shinigami? Will he cut his lifespan in half uh, in order to sort of take this shortcut and uh, take out, for the moment, this FBI guy that's following him? And that's where it ends. We don't know the answer to the question. We don't have that information yet. We have to wait till the next episode to figure that out. So yeah. I'm going to shut up now. Because I'm going to accidentally spoil something if I keep talking. I'm just going to shut up and end the episode. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash Archive, So that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in. As well, it's simple as just to push a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash ThomasClark pledges a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. If you become a patron, you can also get access to the Television Archive Supplemental, which I'll be putting up there once every month. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, tomorrow, we will be discussing Episode 4. Talk to you then. Hey, guys. We have a lot of fun here discussing teenagers murdering people with magic notebooks. But while we sit talking about our favorite Japanese media, Asian Americans across this country are suffering from a monstrous wave of hatred, 
discrimination, and violence. This type of bigotry is nothing new. It's existed for, well, pretty much as long as America has been a thing, but it has increased dramatically over the past year in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic and the hateful rhetoric of former President Donald Trump. Average everyday Americans are being targeted every day for no reason other than the way they look, and they need your help. If you would like to help put an end to this horrific trend, please go to GoFundMe.com slash AAPI and donate whatever you can. That's GoFundMe.com slash AAPI. Thank you.